0: and as always thank you for listening welcome to classic reviews it is entertainment talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows video games and films i'm your host matthew and this is going to be a review for Jack and Dexter the precursor Legacy on PlayStation 2 but ported to PlayStation 4. Uh I played the ported version which is available on PlayStation 4 store itself. Uh, it's essentially a like one of the play- PlayStation 2 classic games that you can get. Um there's things like Bully, uh, or Bully the Scholarship Edition, whatever that's called. Uh Canis Canum kind of Edit, I think is the uh the name of that uh Ape Escape 2 there is some other ones you can get on there as well and i guess it's it's kind of PlayStation's small answer to backwards compatibility um in a previous podcast that will take place before this uh gets uploaded uh, me and robert will be will have talked about uh PlayStation now and the changes that are apparently coming uh, at this time it's rumored that PlayStation Now is going to get a uh, download option, um, we'll be talking about that this week on the podcast, but when you're listening to this in a couple of weeks from now, um, that podcast will have already been out, so uh, go ahead and check that out if you're interested, uh, which is apparently launching in September, but uh, Jack and Dexter the Precursor Legacy, it's uh, yeah, one of the PlayStation classics, kind of, if you think about like... Crash Bandicoot, Uncharted, uh, Ape Escape, Jack and Dexter, Ratchet and Clank, uh, maybe Sly Cooper. Sly is an interesting one that I haven't touched yet, uh, which uh, gets some talk, but it's not really one that's really, I'd say, noticed as much. Uh, this is going to be a bit of a different review, because uh, the previous two episodes um, will have been for Ratchet and Clank and Toy Story, uh, those films and video games, uh, which I both liked. Uh, I didn't really like Jack and Dexter um, just because like I e- Even with all the choices that I'm gonna have in this first season of classic reviews It doesn't mean I'm going to like everything here. Uh, that's not really the objective. The objective is more to talk about classic things I have or haven't played or seen or watched um, And to just you know re- review them. Uh, that doesn't mean I have to like everything in this list Uh, I don't hate this game, I think it's a case of like, it doesn't maybe hold up very well. Uh, In a a gameplay sense, it's fairly smooth, there's nothing wrong with it there, but I think the level design is quite sort of dated, and uh, some of the plot sort of is as well. Uh, it's, It's interesting because how much I've said that I like Crash Bandicoot. This game echoes certain things from the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, at least the in the Insane Trilogy, the uh, original trilogy of games, and not the uh, the newer ones um, like Twin Sanity and all those other ones, um, it's interesting how much Jack and Dexter echoes some of those things. Of course, both being created by Naughty Dog. Uh, of course, the Insane Trilogy was redone by Vicarious Visions, but it follows the remake of or the remaster, whatever you want to call it, of the uh, original trilogy. Uh, so the, the Both sets of franchises come from Naughty Dog. Is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Because it's interesting how you've got like. Both games are essentially. Collect-a-thons. And like. Even though Crash doesn't have. Hardly any plot at all. Jack and Dexter tries to put a plot in there. With more characters that. Are more characters than like caricatures. um, But it. Doesn't work. Like you've got Sage and you've got uh, the other girl that's in this game, and Sage just ends up being this kind of moody, old, the 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 wise guy kind of thing, like the the old wise guy sort of thing. Uh, and I don't really, I don't I don't like him that much. Um, I like the the other girl that's in this as well. Uh I believe her name is Misty. Um. But, like, essentially what this game is, is, like, you start up in in the level. You do the training level and stuff uh, to get used to controls, which is essentially a tutorial. And then you are, are like, put into another level with the the orbs and the different objectives. I'll get to the objectives in a minute. But, like, you're put in this world where, like, you do these things for these people to get the orbs... uh, and the uh yeah the the precursor orbs and the um the other things uh in this game but it's essentially like you enter a new level and sage is like okay there's this and this and this happening go do it and we'll see you later and like unless you come back to the hut or the the main base and like bug him or talk to him he doesn't say anything else it's more like oh you haven't because if if you start the mission and get sent out into the world and do a couple of things. And that. even if you come back straight away, I think. And you talk to him about whatever. You just press circle to talk. It's like, oh, you haven't done what you're supposed to do. Go back out and do it. While he, like, stares out the window. And I get it. He's, like, older and stuff. And you might not be able to fight. But it just doesn't really make him much of a character. Uh, he, he was one of the things that really bugged me in the game. Um, and... This is going to lead me to a point I'm going to bring up later, which is I think this game would benefit from a reboot, not like a remaster or remake. Uh, I think these versions on PlayStation 4 from the PlayStation 2 port are very playable, because um, with like Crash, it was you know, PlayStation 1 old games, and they, they needed to be remastered, basically. But uh, the gameplay and the graphics itself haven't dated that badly with Jack and Dexter. Of course, they're newer games than the, than the Crash trilogy uh so they don't need it as much but yeah i feel like if you put if you put more dialogue in and stuff like literally put more dialogue in cuz it's just the case of you go back and talk to these characters and they're like oh have you done this yet i see you haven't go back and do it um like you need to give your characters a bit more to say and i get it that this is <sighs> It's a game where, like, you get the main dialogue of, here's what you need to do, go out and do it, and then you actually are supposed to go out and do it and not talk to these characters, but from their effort to attempt to put more characters in the game that have dialogue, as limited as it is, it just doesn't give you anything, so I'd rather that, like, not even be there. I'd rather them be back at some sort of base or something, um, and they, like, call you now and again, and maybe you can't reach them, because... I mean, I guess the only purpose for going back to talking to them is, like, to get a reminder about what to do, but it just doesn't serve any other purpose, purpose, sorry, um, and that's one of the reasons I don't like the game. Uh, the other, re- one of the other reasons is the actual objectives themselves, so I've talked about the repetitiveness of talking to the characters, but let's talk about what the game actually wants you to do, Is which is to go out and do these objectives, um, they're very boring and very repetitive some of them are okay and kind of fun uh like some of the stuff on the bike or the hoverboard or whatever the hover bike whatever you want to call it uh, i'll call it a hover bike just for just for the sake of it um that stuff's kind of fun like some of it's a bit more tedious and difficult than what it needs to be um but a lot of it is like oh i lost something and if you go and get it back I'll give you a precursor orb And then that's kind of the end of that character's thing Again that kind of feeds into the thing of what I was just talking about Is like you go and meet these Kind of cool designed interesting NPCs uh, But they just don't have much to say to you at all Apart from the things that they've already said Which is can you go and get this thing for me While they stand there Um, Like there's this one particular uh, Character um and she's looking for you to collect some sort of animals or something i think it's there was these animals that are in like an infected area and you have to get them out um and like you go and talk to her and she's standing in this quite big area of space and uh she's like oh can you go and get these they're in this thing you're like okay and then you leave her and she's literally standing there and you know if you'd have like a pirate or something And they have their hand just above their eyes on their head, where they're, like, blocking out the sun and trying to look. She does that kind of gesture, um, and then stands and just looks left and right, and that's it. So it's like, I get it, you try to do some stuff with these other NPCs, but none of it's really great. Because even when they show you their original thing, when you first meet them, they still do that same thing. Um... So I'm going to stop complaining about the NPCs for a minute and talk about the actual gameplay itself because this is a video game. Uh, so you've got the spin attack, which again, a little bit of DNA from Crash. It must be if, like, Crash was created before this and they're Naughty Dog and they're like, sure, we're not going to have Jack like spin around in like a um, Tasmanian tiger type thing. But basically, he has Dexter on his shoulder or Daxter, I think it's Dexter, um, and he like grabs him and and spins around. So it's not copying and pasting crashes moves but it's like okay can we get him to do like a similar thing so that's that's kind of cool i suppose uh because yeah it literally gets one of their old ideas and does something slightly new with it um so i can't fault them for that and that's fairly decent um and it works on most enemies the other attack you get is a simple like punch and you can do um Like a jump thing where you... uh, Instead of you like hopping onto an enemy. And bouncing off the head like a Crash or a Mario does. Again I don't know how Sly Cooper works. I have literally know not much about that game at all. Um, But in terms of like Crash and Mario. Where they can just like... Bop bop off an enemy's head. Or jump on an enemy's head. And like um, delete them from the space they're in. Essentially. Um, I remember with Jack. um, It was more case that you'd have to jump above them like jump over the top of them like you usually do with the other characters and then press uh square to do this kind of like ground punch that's the only way I can really describe it so again that changes things up a little bit and they get some credit there um and it also reminds you like you can't just simply jump on this enemy's head and you have to uh to remember to do a second action um so the gameplay is good it holds up alright. uh it's a little bit stiff in places especially with the um climbing because you have to climb up to certain areas of course to get things i did find that a little bit odd um yeah that that wasn't great so maybe they could have improved on that again i think if you take some of these ideas like the the fairly interesting combat and some of the npcs and give them some more stuff to do i think if you do a reboot you can have something very interesting here so um yeah maybe they just came up a little bit short with some of their ideas which uh, for a first game that's ok, I don't know too much how it translates to the second and third game I do believe that in the second game you meet this uh, new character and he does talk a bit more So hey, maybe when I go to play Crash 2, which is again part of this series, is me discovering these things uh, Jack and 2 will probably be in season 2 of these reviews Because uh, I don't think I'll quite get the time to play all of it, uh, or at least enough of it And then put it in this first season, so look out for that in season 2 um but if they have taken the second one and like improved on things and i know that they put guns in Jack 2 i think it's just called Jack 2 it's not like Jack and Dexter 2 uh then i will give them props for that but i haven't played that game yet so i can't speak to that um but in terms of a new entry to a new ip uh maybe it's just the ideas but not the execution and sometimes sometimes that happens i mean Again, to compare to Crash, like, they did that in Crash Bandicoot where Crash 1 has some very basic controls. You can only spin once, you can only jump once, you can't slide or run. But then, like, the second game comes around and you're able to do some more things, and then they evolved even more with the third one. Uh, So maybe Jack and Dexter does do that in the second and third games, but I'm not sure yet. Uh, But yeah, it got to a point for me, because I didn't actually complete the game, but I played enough of it to see what it was. Uh, And I did watch the rest uh, of the cutscenes on YouTube. Which is only about 90 minutes worth of cutscenes I think. So there's a lot of gameplay here. Which sure it's a video game and you're supposed to do that. But it's nice to break away sometimes and have a bit of story. Uh, But again it looks like they came up a little bit short in terms of that. Um, But yeah in terms of the objectives and stuff. I just found that I was just doing chores for people... Where it was like... Oh I can't get this thing... If you bring it back to me... Or if you collect seven... Scout flyers or whatever... Um... I'll get you an orb... And I get it... That's like the objective is to get these things... And get the orbs... But um... It... It felt very very repetitive after... I think I did three... Levels? I won't call them worlds... They're not really... Worlds... Um... I got up to where... You fight, you do the boss fight um, at the lava uh, pits thing. It's after you, if when you get the bike and you go over the uh, lava, there's that world. And then you have to move this rock, uh, which apparently you can glitch past and just beat the level anyway. Uh, and then you enter a boss fight and that's where I decided to, to stop playing. So that's as far as I got. But uh, from what I saw from later gameplay and stuff, it doesn't change too much. Uh, in terms of level design, I'll give a bit of credit to having something different, I suppose. Um, where, uh, I think it was only actually two levels. Because I only remember it was a forest level. It was very big, though. There was, like, two sections to it. So maybe that's why I'm remembering it as three levels. Because, like, the first one's a lot bigger and it's got kind of an extension to it. Um, but I remember they had, like, forest stuff. And then they had stuff in this, like, swamp thing. And then they had, like this uh generator which had to turn on and then they changed up with the second level where you had like more of just a plain level i don't even know what i'd describe it as because the whole level wasn't based on like lava stuff um and then you've got some like um underwater levels and you've got some levels that are in like uh an atlantis type If you think of Aquaman's tome and where he lives and stuff, um, it's kind of, it takes designs from that. So, they did do some different stuff, but I feel like uh, the NPCs and the repetitive gameplay is where I have to take uh, points off. Not that I'm scoring or anything, but uh, that's where it gets negatives from me. But, in terms of the positives, they had some interesting gameplay that just didn't lend itself enough to the rest of the game. So, uh... Yeah. Uh that, so yeah, that that's basically everything I have to say. There's not really much else actually to talk about here. I've covered the gameplay, I've talked about the NPCs and the level design and stuff. Uh graphics they're they're pretty basic. You've got like cliffs and rocks and grass and fairly basic things to uh to make graphics of. Um so I guess with the basic stuff they had there, they did well and uh it didn't bother me too much on the play, on the PS2 port over to PS4. Uh, so I felt like they did that quite well. So that's my review of Jack & Dexter the Precursor Legacy. Let me know if you played this game maybe in your childhood. It wasn't really a childhood game for me. Um, it was around because it was around that time of the PlayStation classics like The Crash and The Wretched and Clank and Jack and & Dexter. Um, but oddly, Sly Cooper was just the one that... Slid away. I just didn't really see it. Um, I had like heard bits and pieces of it. And it's only in like the last year or so. That I've actually looked into what that game is. Uh, but I really hope to play that one day. So uh, we'll see. Yes. Re- uh, Jack and Dexter. That's uh, my review for that. I'll be back in season 2. To talk about Jack and Dexter 2. Unless I decide to put it in like. The final episode. But what I want to try and do a bit more. And this isn't something I'll definitely stick to. Is have like. One... Version or something from a franchise, and then if there's sequels or anything like that, put them in another season. But uh, I'll see, I'll see how I go with things like that. So we'll see. Uh, yes, EntertainmentTalk.org is where you'll find all the rest of our content. Uh, please go over there and check everything out. Uh, lots of different podcasts, reviews for TVs, video games, and films, and discussion pieces as well. So check all that out as well. Twitter at eTalkUK. Uh, email talk uh at homo.com and entertainment talk uk at gmail.com so there's your different options for emails there this is there's of course the email form you can fill out on the website so uh that's maybe an easier way for you to send an email uh what else is there to talk about uh there's different ways that you can uh support us as well patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk which has recently been re sort of configured uh with uh changes to the goals and stuff like that, so go ahead and check that out, that's also where you can get your ad free podcasts, also if you do shopping on Amazon please consider using our Amazon affiliate link, that's where you do your shopping on Amazon but you use our affiliate link instead uh, we get a small cut of the amount that you spend, but it costs you nothing extra, so that's a good way to support us as well, uh, word of mouth, tell your friends and family if you know that they watch or play any of these, uh, video games, TV shows or films, let them know, let them know anyway, it will help out, uh, yeah, spread the website around and, uh, let people know about it word of mouth it's it's a cool way to support us and the last option of course is itunes or the podcast um player of your choice please subscribe to us rate and review us over on your podcast platform of choice that helps us out as well and lastly if you'd like to watch me and robert actually play various different video games when we decide to go live he's got one over on mixer and i've got one over on twitch so go ahead and check those out as well uh, that's it for this, this review. Thank you all very much for listening and I'll see you next week. Uh, goodbye.